0: Welcome to the Arrest All Mimics podcast with your host, Ben Tallon. Hello and welcome to Arrest All Mimics. My name is Ben Tallon. This is the Original Thinking and the Creative Innovation podcast. How is everyone? Uh, I hope you enjoyed the last show with Kat Rose from Creative Introvert. It's kind of funny that um, on a run, as you're going to find out in a moment couple of episodes, both quite socially oriented, um, it kind of feels like high time, right, with everything that's going on, with uh, the whole Brexit referendum, the Game of Thrones-esque UK politics scene, uh, as one friend flagged up, <laughs> who needs Game of Thrones, he said to me, when, um, when you've got the British politics of 2016, heads rolling, tensions rising, and um, And we'll get onto that in a moment, because today's show is very oriented around the whole Brexit thing, and the fallout, and the creative response that I feel is needed. Um, It's no small bearing on this whole kind of shambles that we're seeing at the minute, but we'll get onto that. First of all, as ever, I want to uh, thank last week's guest, Cat Rose, for a brilliant show. Uh, Really nice feedback. People saying what a great angle, the whole creative introvert thing, because there are so many introverted people in this industry, so... Thanks ever so much for your feedback as ever. Lovely to hear strong, positive feedback uh, for most of the shows that are going out. All the shows, in fact, uh, some bigger than others. We have bigger names. We have up-and-coming people. That's what I love about doing this show. It's nice. I don't discriminate on name or reputation. It's just what's going on, hence the name, the uh, Original Thinking and Creative Innovation podcast. So come at me as ever with your suggestions. Um, Thanks to the sponsors as ever. Um, founding sponsor, Illustration Limited. Uh went for lunch with the guys the other day as um as you'll know I'm represented by Illustration Limited, if you know my work. Um we worked together on a number of projects, hence the, the birth of this show. And we were all discussing the whole the whole thing, the whole Brexit thing and what it means for our industry. Uh who knows? That's where we're at right at the minute. We're in the midst of a, a massive unknown. Everyone's watching, waiting, seeing what this means, seeing if we can um you know, negotiate something that works for for our industry. It's ten times, but I think we're going to come out strong. I think people are going to have to respond and think with more initiative. Um, so we talked about all that. So go and check out Illustration Limited's website. They're uh, doing some amazing stuff. Working, uh, you know, working to on the plant a million, the sort of million trees project go and check that out Harry Smith, the director set up an initiative to support the environment after a, a worldwide kind of excursion, travelling took a little sabbatical and came back really kind of fired up about the environment so check out the good work those guys are doing, they're not alone in doing that our industry seems at the forefront of the minute and supporting good causes so that's cool to see uh, thanks to Hot Internet as ever bringing us another naughty little tip for um, for kind of SEO, social media, website-based stuff. That's what they do. Go and check them out. Hosting, uh, domain names, all that stuff. You know the deal. We all need that stuff. Uh, and today's tip is about uh, it's kind of making your website as as instant and readable and magnetic as possible to get the message across that you need. So it's about being super clear with your with your what you're offering what you're doing this sounds like basic stuff but in this instance i can tell this story from my own perspective cuz not too long back i set up talent type as a separate hand lettering brand and long story short i worked with a few really good creative directors who suggested that with my kind of inky organic style it might be an idea to go and you know look at doing some lettering and they commissioned me for a couple of jobs which were quite I wouldn't want to say an easy intro, but they were quite stressful because it was um, it's way more difficult than it looks to get the lettering stuff right. So I worked at that, they helped me develop a brand, and in the end my portfolio was becoming so confusing that you had photography with lettering over the top line drawing at one turn, you had... Uh, kind of more set design treatments and backgrounds so in the end the move that I made was to break my portfolio down the middle so on the Illustration Limited website you'll see I've got Talon Type and Ben Talon I split the brand because I wanted my clients to be crystal clear about what I was offering organic inky line drawing illustration one on one hand and then on the other hand uh, Talon type, with the lettering speaks for itself, nice and clear. Um, I got around that on my official website by having tabs at the top. I'm about to launch a new website, so depending when you listen to this show... 'll either website you'll see the breakdown of tabs at the top so you can filter to art direction, illustration and lettering. So just think about how you can you know, instantly inform your client on what you do. Does your brand convey that? Does your intro text get that across clearly? Uh, do you have a big profile picture where maybe you should be showing your work off more? Just think about how you're getting across the information of what you're providing as a service. So thanks to Heart, Heart Internet for that one. Another nugget of wisdom. Um, they're really, really awesome for that stuff. So go and check out what they're doing. Um, And, of course, Printed.com, latest sponsor, um, and by no means least, of course. Brilliant stuff, um, and it's particularly apt for today's show, because I'll explain why in a moment, but today's guest, um, Shaz from Additive. Um, Additive being, as Shaz will tell us, a little take on additive, which is, um, in 3D printing, additive is the format of printing, as opposed to subtractive printing, I can't tell you any more than that because my mind goes with that kind of stuff. But Shaz is awesome, and we're going to tell more about her in a moment. But Shaz will tell us later about her workshops at schools and colleges, at like Ravensbourne College. She does awesome workshops with young people and, and really inspiring forward-thinking stuff. And Shaz is about to launch this whole new initiative called Inclusive about working with kids who are considered you know, disruptive or a handful, so to speak. Um, and to promote the new series of workshops that she's going to be doing coming soon, she, we were discussing, actually, the the printed material that she needs to do. So, of course, I was recommending sponsorprinted.com, and she was talking about the need to put this stuff in a nice, digestible kind of brochure to go and, you know, sell the course in to people, convince them it's the right direction to go with their kids. Uh, and it's just a no-brainer to give them something they can take away, read, digest. Um, so, of course... Printing.com offer you over ninety different products. Um, matte finishes, gloss finishes, recycled finishes. In my case, I always use the recycled stuff because I get a bit, I get guilty about the kind of <laughs> the paper stuff. So, you know, on the environmental front. So, really cool, really awesome service. Great customer team, uh, customer service team, I should say. Superb company. Recommend them highly. Great quality print. Go and check them out. So that's thanks to all the sponsors. Um, so about today's guests. This was the deal. I, like everyone else, felt completely um, shell-shocked by the whole exiting of the EU stuff. I work in I work in Germany, I work for clients in Italy, I've done jobs in France, um, I work in America. So this is really important stuff. I understand you know, there were arguments from both sides of the case. Um, we'll not go into all that because I don't think it's relevant about today's topic. But what I'm concerned with is this divisive, um, you know, the device divisiveness in the media and in politics and the victims in in this often you'll find it's young people who are in communities where they don't have let's say they don't have the parenting or they don't have the input from education necessarily to find their voice to find who they are and and express how they feel their negatives their frustrations you know as any of us in the arts will know if you don't have that voice to speak creatively to express what you're saying whether it's writing music sport art whatever it is I think it's crucial I grew up in a working class background and if it wasn't for art and sport I don't know what I'd be doing I had a lot of excess energy I could be a little bastard I could be cantankerous I had all that you know mischievous side to me and luckily for me I had parents to guide me in the right way but I saw loads of kids who did not have that and went on, you know, some would go on, some would get into drugs, you would get um, people getting in trouble with the police. There's so many bad things. So when I moved into second floor studios um, over by the Thames Barrier, directly opposite my studio was a lady called Shaz. And she, the moment we met, there was just a connection and we had so much passion and similar beliefs. And Shaz and was doing 3D printing as part of her... her degree which i believe is in product design and i saw 3d printing in situ and i just lost my mind and if you go and look at the branding for arrest all mimics you'll see the 3d print and that was that was printed by shaz who i commissioned for the promo for the art direction for the show but deeper than that shaz does a lot of youth work she worked in probation she worked uh doing you know various youth work and it, and she's found her way into doing youth work in the arts so I wanted to talk to Shaz for today's show about the um, the crucial importance at times like these, where there's political strain, there's prejudice abound on the streets. People need to be given a voice, and I think the government has failed in a lot of areas in that respect. So I wanted to go and talk to Shaz about her work with Ravensbourne, work with the Saturday Club, um, amazing creative initiative on weekends, um, set up by the Sorrels to go and give young people a, a course for free where they could go and learn about the arts and develop and it's just amazing stuff and shaz is so passionate about that and about the need for this to pick up where this stuff can't be delivered by parents by schools by traditional education or the curriculum so we're going to talk to shaz about that and we're going to talk we're going to you know dis, we're going to break down the whole brexit thing and the and the failings in uh, in community so we're going to talk about all those key things community belonging uh, a voice uh just showing people how things work in the world and giving young people the opportunity to connect with something and find their purpose really crucial conversation and what i didn't want to do was bang on the doors you know in a real negative fashion which at the moment the social media is swamped with negativity people despairing i think I understand why that is, and I've found this whole thing stressful myself, but I don't think it's time to go running for the hills or dusting off the passports. I think now we need to come together, and I think as creative practitioners, if we care about this stuff and we want to change it and we're not happy with the way it is, we have to act, and I think we have to use our skills effectively. And I'm not saying anyone has to or should do this, but I think if you want change, you have to act and you have to come together and you have to use numbers and and collaboration to make that happen. So, without banging the drum anymore, I'm going to take you to my conversation with Shaz, where we talk about all of that—her background, my background is from a working-class town—and the fact that I've gone and spent, you know, the last seven years in Manchester and London, in major cities. And I see both sides of the argument, um, but more importantly, I see the need right now for creativity and arts to be there in community, you know, in society to give these young people a vehicle. So, I'm going to take you straight to it. My conversation with Shaz from Additive Enjoy. No, no, it's gone. Just go in and we'll carry on. But... Yeah, it's, I think it's um, curriculum's one thing, isn't it? But if enough people if enough people use their initiative and work together. Yeah. But well, I suppose the issue is unity in any, in any, in any category, innit? In but I think
1: teaching formally and informally are totally different scales because teaching formally involves a lot of the written sort of stuff, planning. I plan as well, but it's totally different. You can't, like, teachers are restricted about teaching creatively because they have the curriculum, the guidelines. I'm not restricted because I mm. work independently, and um, so I teach informally and I can have fun and be yeah. creative, although I do stick to the curriculum. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the way teaching should go. You've got more freedom be... to
0: speak their life skills, haven't you? It's the same as me. It's, you can look at what's going on in someone's home life or, or something. Let's say they just had a breakup. You've got the, the freedom to go... Yeah. On. Been through that. This is how I dealt with it, and then they'll respect yeah. you because you, you. There's always that thing where, you know, your teacher or, as we know it, your teacher, even like your parents, can only be so cool because yeah. they're your parents and your teacher. So mm. there's, I think, when you come in from an outside perspective, that's a, a significant advantage, in, you know, in that you've immediately got that. Oh, these might be cool. They're coming in from something else.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I think they've got young people wrong because they're trying to come across with some kind of authority, and it doesn't work with young people now you know but young people have got their own mind where they challenge no exactly and I think they just that's where they go wrong where they try to be too disciplined with with kids in school instead of being a bit more relaxed and saying you know okay now where is it going wrong for you like what's wrong don't get me wrong teachers but teaching is really hard I mean they start at eight o'clock now mm. and they're working until four o'clock you imagine they're teaching different classes every day it's, it's really draining. And but the, I think,
0: I, my personal opinion is that, is that that's the problem. I don't think it needs to be that hard. I, no. I think there's too much well, there's right too right. much ticking boxes. And yeah. like you said, the whole curriculum, who's writing the curriculum? Are these people connected with the people that it's been taught yeah, to? Yeah, I think that's no. a major... And that's I think, the problem from government top down yeah. in society, not just in yeah. education. That's the world over. Yeah, you
1: know? yeah. and that, the, the curriculum affects the crave industry as well because there's just not enough emphasis on you know young people that are creative it's about hitting the numbers of academics and you know lawyers doctors like now you know i hear parents saying to me actually the creative uh, like teaching is gone mm. like they're pushing it out now um, and i think we need to fight to make sure that it stays within yeah. schools and um universities and colleges are doing it and if they eliminate it from schools then you've got a massive problem on your hands you mm. know think that's what I'm here for anyway. I'm going to encourage it from primary level all the way up. Yeah, well, me and too. So I've, I've,
0: I've really kind of dedicated my, you know, if there's a cause that I'm working to, it's strengthening the creative industries, knowing because there's so much within all that, The you know, the, the belonging and everything, uh, whether individuality, it's a chance to express yourself, and all those things are needed for happy human beings. And if yeah. you've got happy human beings, you know productive human beings, yeah. and that feeds into whatever it is, business, commerce, science, tech. Yeah. These are kind of life things basics but and, and it's freedom of choices
1: as well though don't you think that like people should yeah. young people should have a choice from you know the minute they can make their own choices to what kind of career path I to want to be a, yeah, a hostess yeah and I was I allowed myself to be to have that development if I hadn't I wouldn't be here now Yeah, I'd still be stuck in a miserable job personally yeah do you know what I mean um, so I think young people should yeah. Be empowered to serve. I wanted to be choice.
0: fucking copper until I, until I'm real. My dad told me the heartbeat wasn't real. <laughs> Serious. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not joking. I like Nick Berry, right? I, like, I was like, I was like into gosh. that. I'm into that. Just driving around country lane, saving the odd cat, or like breaking up the odd skirmish down the local. And he's like, oh. yeah, there's a bit more to policing than that. Um, and I was like, yeah, he quite just the program.
1: <laughs> Reality <Yes>. check.
0: Oh. <laughs> So speaking of that, let's re- like rewind a little bit, what's your what's your background? Like... Um,
1: oh gosh, my background is really massive, I was really restricted as a creative, and just had children, I went on to, you know, youth work, paint and decorate a youth worker, because I could, because I had my children, yeah. and then I woke up one day and realised it wasn't enough, my children were older and I thought, right, okay, I'm going to go into um, being creative, starting my own business. And I went into education and realised actually how important it was. Um, The stepping stone to to where I am now and I specialise in um, workshops for young people. Mm. And the idea is just from primary school and just really supporting um, children and young people from the transitional stages. So going from primary to secondary, that big leap, like, you know, and helping them identify who they are. Mm. Self-identity is massive. You know, what are you good at? What are you not good at? You might be good at ten things. One thing you think you might want to do every day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And exposing them to things that they haven't been exposed to before. Because um, then they can make a choice. Do I like it? Do I not? Mm. And the idea is to empower young people to make their own jobs as they, get, as they yeah. progress into education. So you're brought
0: into institutions to deliver independent workshops. So well, I work at with SMA. Ravensbourne at the moment.
1: Because yeah. I study there. I'm doing my degree for product. I've deferred for two years now. I'll yeah. be going back in 2018. And the reason why I deferred is because I had a business model for workshops. And I wanted to develop it. I wanted to see if it worked in schools. Mm. I know yeah. the curriculum is something that we have to abide by, and um, and so I work with Ravensbourne, do some outreach, and independently also just have been developing my business yeah. model.
0: And that that I guess that goes back to an earlier point where we were saying about being responsive and actually recognising opportunities. So you've done that as part of your degree, yeah. and it's actually led you directly into into work, into yeah. paid work, doing something you love. Mm. And that lesson right there, it's yeah. like um, you know you you can defer your degree, you can go back to finish that when you need to but yeah. actually what a great thing you've, you've kind of jumped out of that and right into business
1: yeah. I think the thing for me is an, is age benefit yeah. and experience has allowed me to make them choices whereas the reason why I want to, I want to support young people who are creative is, is that they might not it's all right. they it's might checking. not actually um, have anyone supporting them or guiding them or have the thinking process mm. to actually say now hold on a minute I can do that I mean, to be honest with you, there was a lot of people trying to get in my way in respect of deferring for two years and I wasn't having any of it. Yeah. I was like, I know what I want, I'm going to take the risk and, you know, if yeah. it goes wrong, it doesn't. For me, failure is not a negative. No. I'm learning no, from it all the time. Yeah, so what I want to do is empower young people and say, you know what, it's okay to take risks. It's okay to say, I want to paint. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to make. I'm a maker. You know, there, there is a good career in it. There's good money out there. And... Being oppressed all of your life creates mental health depression. Yeah. yeah. And there are a lot of creatives out there that are just really struggling in nine to fives and mm-hmm. you know. So, I just I don't like the idea of seeing young people struggle and being unhappy when yeah. all they want to do is create. Well,
0: so. I mean, I mean that not it, it? I mean, one of the there's, there's a number of reasons I wanted to talk to you about what you do, but and and your own kind of story. But with this whole fallout that we're seeing now with this whole Brexit and the referendum <laughs> stuff, it's like. I thought it was particularly relevant right now because mm. what one of the, the the biggest the biggest losers in all of this are, are the people who don't have a voice who don't haven't been shown the way by parents mm. and a Not lot of parents. that comes from I mean I'm, I'm from West Yorkshire from a small working class town where it wasn't the given thing to to go and do uh, you know design where mm. fashion whatever it was that wasn't the ready readily available thing it was there mm. in the colleges but uh, the vast majority of people wouldn't do that so you get a lot of cynicism. Uh, among local people with that mm. like, oh you know what's that why do you want to do that thankfully for me my parents still weren't. hear it but yeah you do sadly 2016 it's unbelievable
1: mm. um,
0: but but my parents showed me the way so one of the one of the things I want to kind of look at is is um, what your experiences of working with young people and what it what it does and, and because if people let's face it if people don't have a voice if they don't have an outlet for frustration and negative emotions and they don't have any way in which to express themselves, mm-hmm. then what happens is the excess energy we all have—not just as young people, but primarily as young people—is channelled in the wrong ways. Absolutely, it's hanging around on streets, yeah. getting into drugs, whatever yeah. it is, you can. It's, the outcome is irrelevant, but it's the fact that those people are lost and don't feel they have a purpose, or anyone listening to them. Yeah, uh, and here we are, post Brexit. This, this sure. is a, this is a major factor, I think. Yeah. Um, And would you agree from your work and seeing what it does for young people and being a mother yourself? Because you've got two daughters, right?
1: I do. I have a twenty-three and a twenty-one-year-old. And they do say to me sometimes, "Mummy, you just don't listen." (laughs) (laughs) But you're never going to get it right as an adult, yeah? Because we have we do evolve as adults, and we always think we're right because we might have done it. And what we have to understand is young people are a different type of generation. They think differently. They act differently. You know, they want. You know, like we were saying earlier about the type of jobs they want they don't want to be sweeping streets and cleaning toilets they want a really well-paid job and um we're always telling them no you can't you've got to do this or that's impossible you know and that's where i think we go wrong as 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 the older generation young people need to be empowered and supported i say to a young boy in the corner who's, who's shot in I say, if you can be an entrepreneur and selling drugs, you can be a millionaire next week if you put your, se- if you put your mind to selling something which is not detrimental to the next person. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because they've got the entrepreneurship already. It's yeah, there. It they do. It's, it's smart it's people. Smart yeah. people. Yeah, and um, I- I'm sick and tired of seeing, hearing people say, young people, oh, they're a loss. That are actually, do you know what? They're our future police officers, doctors, politicians, you know, yeah. and they're going to be a better future because they're, you know... They are our diversifiers, do you know what I mean? They're sexually diverse, they're culturally diverse. You know, you see them, they mould and gel together with their music and the way they dress. And I think as adults, if we embrace that, our education system,
0: mm-hmm. I think
1: we'll have a better future. Yeah.
0: We can all learn, sure. we can all learn a lot from everyone else. It doesn't matter. I think it's a respect issue, you know. If you don't respect young people and young people don't respect old people, it's not a given thing to per- perhaps do because, we, you know, as a young person, you have that. Mm. Um, what's the right word disruptive element of your personality we all yeah. do it's where it's channel i had guide. Yeah. i was i was blessed with good tutors um in in the arts with good parents who were who were creative enough to see that disruptive part of my personality mm. and not as you just said then not say that you can or you won't or you shouldn't but, they went have you thought about this this yeah. would be good for you and it's like ah let's have a look
1: but do you see so how you already cleverly diverted you, you automatically called yourself disruptive yeah because you were labelled disruptive because you was creative and no one understood that. So mm. they just wanted to just sweep you under the carpet and say, Do you know what? Can't handle this behaviour. You were lucky, you've got a bit of support. But now, um, you know, this is what I was telling you about my new my new workshop about including young people who are, you know, going out and maybe going and get stoned or don't want to be in class because they're just not being heard or they're frustrated because too intelligent maybe. Mm. I was like that in my class. I didn't think I was being heard. So I just thought, fuck it. Yeah. Might as well not be here. Yeah. And the attitude of the young people, some, are like that. Some yeah. just push through it. And I see the frustrating in young people's faces all the time. Yeah. And then uh, when I talk to them, they're like, oh shit, she's listening to me. Mm-hmm. It makes a massive difference
0: Basically in the way they skills. respond. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's simple skills. It's about respecting the fact that, yes, they may be young, but it doesn't mean that we know more. No, They're probably far more educated in some areas yeah. than we are we have to and embrace so,
0: our differences it's like we should have we should have workshops where like uh, young people who are on their iPads and their smartphones we put that to good use and they yeah, teach the old generation that. who have been stubborn and, and don't know how to open windows on a PC Hello. <laughs> are thrown together in a room and they yeah, can trade yeah, skills yeah, yeah. the older yeah. generation can teach them about the things that they know that let's put all these differences together and put them in, in a in a big room you know but but then again this brings us back to the fact that youth centers are being closed down yeah um the the, the outlets and the, and the arts are being shut down oh god that's so people. frustrating for me so where mm. is that going to happen it's not and therefore we have this huge divide in these youth, and this is why we've got a split in the country and i, yeah, I really believe yeah, that yeah, I, yeah, I really I think agree. it's okay it's far more multi-layered than that but that's a it's a big i see it that is. that's a big thing i've i've you can probably speak for this as well, but I I've, I grew up in a, a small working-class town and i spent the last seven years in Manchester and London. Mm. I've seen the extremes of both sides of it. I've seen why people disillusion when the town that I grew up in, the, you know, sports direct um, cash generator, cash converter, payday loans, it used to be art shops and they've all closed down. There's not a single arts and crafts store in my wow. own town anymore. And yeah. that's tragic to me and that speaks mm. volumes about the lay of the land. Economically, the way people their attitudes they're dismayed there's a lot of ne- negativity it's like mm. and that all those areas have been forgotten about whereas if we actually worked to go there are skills within these towns Let's, and we had the facilities for people to go and have some belonging and, and communities communities are big this is a big part of this yeah you know? I,
1: I do i totally agree with you i mean skills are something that we kind of embrace from our parents you know you have a male and female, you have your mum and dad and your tall mom cooks and cleans and does a garden. You know, these stereotypical things that we're taught as we grow up and men do the building and, you know, <laughs> you know that that is kind of... The media has a massive influence on that from way back and um, kind of creating these stereotypes. But things like the creative skills, like learning... My dad taught me all that, how to paint. I can lay my floor in, I can do my tiling, da-da-da. And, um, and then when you grow up and you want to become that, they say, no, 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 no. You can't have a job like that. Do you know what I mean? And I just... Um, I, I don't think the younger generation are ones that you can control. No. They're going to do what they want to do, but they just need that little bit of guidance. And I they think, do. You know, we won't lose the creative industry. No. It won't get lost. I think no, it will thrive. It, I think it will grow. In times of
0: adversity, people have to they find these outlets because that's the only thing they can do. It's mm. like look at the hip-hop scene, look at the, it's all built on frustration and discontent yeah, and young yeah. people. Grime. You get grime, all yeah. these underground scenes. No,
1: one even, no massively one,
0: inspirational. I don't
1: know an adult that respects grime because no. they see it as just aggressive, it's negative, but really, I mean, some of it, yeah, okay, like most, most things you could say there's a negative and a positive, but if you listen to the content of what these young people are trying to say, they're like, Listen to what we want. This is what we want. This is where we want to go. You know, the oppression that they're exposed to is unbelievable all around. You know what I mean? And I think, which is why I really wanted to, because I always thought about, how am I going to tackle this with my workshops? You know, what direction am I going to take? And ultimately, our children spend much more time in schools Mm. than they do anywhere else in their lives if they go to school. I think that is a real starting point. The core of it from primary, where they're fresh, you know... In primary school you're embraced. Everything you do is embrace. You do the art, you do everything. <laughs> you know, the sports. And yeah. then you hit secondary school and none of that exists anymore. It's
0: trained out of you almost.
1: It's like it's squeezed out of you. And I don't I want to change that. I want to help change that transitional stage and say, you know, this child was excellent in art. Why can't they continue to be? Mm. You know, this child was um brilliant in sport, why can't they continue to be? Why does it have to change? And you know, part of the curriculum says that you have to have not just a creative, but you have have to have an academic subject. Why? Mm. Who who says that's right? It's like saying that's a.
0: Academic. The very word academic uh, makes me angry because it's like you're disconnecting it from the rest of life. Yeah. I mean, so you do three D printing, right? This is how this is how we met. Yes. And and this this came about through your product design. That's yeah. Yeah. I have got that right.
1: (laughs) Well, I, I was kind of like. I really was about preserving people in our lives and um, through loss of my own loss in my life and started sculpting to try and preserve who we are as people and how we evolve and how we change. I just wanted to be creative in that area and um, it wasn't enough for me. Sculpting took me like two, three weeks and then I discovered 3D printing and I thought, Mm. wow, what a way to preserve who we are from a starting point. Maybe from a young age to an older age. You yeah. know. Because and
0: then, it, there's no hiding, is there? It's like no. When I got the 3D print from you, are like, there's no I, I know. Oh, you I, 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 I embrace my nose. I know I've got a nose on me. I talk about your nose all the time. <laughs> it's a winning nose. And, um, but when I see that, when I pick up that 3D print every now and again in my studio, every now and again, every day, I pick that thing up and look at it. Yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. Um, there's no hiding from the fact I'm like, look at that. Look but at how empowering
1: is that as well, that piece of. Um, thing that you got from technology has a story a, the has a story yeah exactly and it captures something but also as a reminder of what the future is yeah because young people now that are going into employment especially who are creative um it's all digital mm. it's all technology i mean it's all evolving so it's important that they learn these life skills and that's exactly what 3d printing scanning what i offer is yeah drawing model making you know these are things that creative Yep. young people can take uh, on and then decide that's on That's it, you've dovetailed
0: exactly into the reason why I asked about the 3D printing because to me that embodies this cross-section, this junction between um, technology, science, yep. creativity and art, um, maths.
1: Engineering. Engineering,
0: engineering. Wow. yeah, it's incredible. It's, it's an incredible. embodiment of, yeah. of where we, one of the great things of where we're going yeah, yeah, with, yeah. with tech and with science and with uh, innovation. And yet they're trying to phase that out of the education system because... It's so unconventional, and it's so far with thinking that it's it's too hard to grasp on, but you mm. can't put that on paper but it, does, it this is why we need, we need to get away from everything being on paper and quantifiable you're yeah. looking at results of happiness mm. belonging um comi- contentment community contentment yeah, yeah people yeah, yeah, yeah. people working would would stephen Hawking be to be done what he's done if he wasn't creative or resourceful yeah exactly like resourceful
1: of your skills <laughs> I mean, Jesus, why why yeah. can't you maybe study geography? And really enjoy that, but have a career in being creative. I mean, what is wrong with that? What is wrong with? Why do our creative skills have to be hidden? And yeah. honestly, the creative community—they're much more relaxed, open-minded. I'm not—I'm not disrespecting anyone who's academic. I've got lots of friends who are, in, you know, lawyers, doctors, etc. Mm. But um, you know, why? Why is it that you want to show your child away from? Or we want to shy young people away yeah. from that kind of lifestyle yeah. when it's positive. Yeah, you know. Well,
0: but again, it's it's the different it's the differentiating between the two that, that I have an issue with because you know is a good lawyer, not creative. It's like I, I just yeah. think I think these the, by people coming together, collaborating, working in teams, mm, thinking on their feet, learning to think laterally. These mm. are life skills that can be applied to any business, any market. Yeah, and absolutely. if we've got a, if we've got a community that does that. And this is where the problem lies because we have a government who tries to sort of... Con- not, not, I mean, OK, we, I would, won't dare say control in the, because you see some countries and that's control. That's, oh, that's yeah, completely yeah, different. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to on that road. But, yeah, especially but, for women. But the way... With that kind of thinking of taking out our back, it's a small step, a significant step towards that, and you don't want that. You need to be going the other way because, like we said before, it doesn't matter if it's a 2-year-old or a 17-year-old. Give them yeah. the freedom to do what they do and work with that and show them the yeah. respect yeah, and you're yeah. a better human being.
1: I think parents... I mean, I'm a parent and I understand that fear of, you know, controlling your child to a point where you can see the mistakes coming and you're just like, what am I going to do? How am I going to make them not make that mistake? But actually it's okay for them to do that as long as it's not, you know, doesn't, won't kill them mm. or anything like that. I mean, you know, I've many nights I've not slept, not because my children are out on the street or anything like that, because I know the next choice they're making in their lifestyles is crucial and I as a parent want to guide them I don't want to tell them sometimes I've been in that situation and thank God my children are strong women and they can say to me mum you know what actually you can't dictate to us you know this is what we want. No my children have got piercings they've got tattoos and I often hear people you know not so long ago young man he had these lovely tattoos on his arm and you know his family were like lecturing him about these tattoos and I thought what's the big deal? What is the big deal that this young man has his tattoos on his arm, he's expressing his inner feelings, mm. because obviously he's had some kind of turbulence in his life, does that make him dysfunctional? Does it make, make him that he can't get a job because he has tattoos? Yeah. Any employer doesn't want to employ you nowadays because you have a tattoo is not worth working for. Yeah, Because it's about your skill set that you're offering as a person, not necessarily the piercing or the way you dress. It's control, and I think society does too much of that. You know, and then so people become become oppressed and then dysfunctional. Yeah, and and that's what's going, and that's why young people are rebelling now. They're like, I'm gonna have toes, I'm gonna have piercings. Yeah, my family every time they see my kids, take that piercing out. of your nose. Why does it make you different if you have a piercing? Why does it make you different if you're gay? Yeah, Do you know, what is someone's sexuality your business? Yeah, it's about the skill set. Exactly. What they can offer you. Can I make you money? Can I? Can I? Am I good at something? And that's a problem. I think mm. with. Adults of, of this society, all over the world, yeah. you know, they're more interested in um, what they think is right for somebody, yeah. and not letting. And what we've seen, and what we've in. seen, is
0: a combination of those adults. Not not all of them. Again, I don't want to sweep generalise. It, so, it's like, but let's Let's say the young people who've kicked out in this vote. Let's say the people who didn't understand why they were voting. Either way, this isn't like a yeah. big at anyone. But mm. whatever people have voted, it's like. It's almost it's like a kick. out A lot of it's a kick out of the system because they've got no other way of expression. They've not been shown yeah. what we've just discussed about the arts. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the the only thing they feel like they can kick out at is through this vote because in their minds that's an fu to the government. Yeah. The truth is that it's going to come back to, to hurt them more. But what's <laughs> more important in this is that is why are they kicking out? Mm-hmm. What? How do we remedy this? Well you know why? Well, we need is to start is, yeah. now with immediate effect, yeah. listening to these people yeah. and actioning that and giving them. Things like this, where they can yeah. kind of have voices. I mean, yeah, so, yeah sure. I'm interested in, in so in your workshops. You, I mean, do you do you see a lot of? Let's say you do get you know I don't know quiet students at the beginning who, uh, in some way along that journey, will will start to express themselves, something personal about them. Do you see that happen? Oh, like, yeah, definitely. You know, like, uh, what's they activated? Do you see people get activated through? For sure.
1: I mean, um, for example, one of the things the Saturday Club we were talking about when I first met the young people, some were really quiet and. Social issues, social skills is massive because they're all fitting, mm-hmm. you know. And I think your environment, your cultural environment, your family and all the peers and everything you're exposed to, what you're taught has an effect on that. You've got a confident young person who's just like, yeah, I'm out there. Yeah. Because their parents, in, you see that, they empower them, you know. Make your choices, love what you do. And then you have the other side that don't kind of have that. Um, and then they evolve into um, what they love doing. And like the Saturday club is not an awesome example in that we had photography and they didn't understand that at first they didn't understand their skill sets until you drew it out of them and, mm. and you said actually you're really good at that no that's not crap you're an awesome drawer you know you're an awesome collaborator do you know what I mean and what can you achieve with that um and the outcome of it I mean they're all really not sure about the whole exhibition at Somerset House um and I'm really glad they all turned up because I could see they felt so empowered with their own skills and the possibility of the future in create, the creative industry was awesome. Mm. you know. And they just grew, over the 13, 14 week period, they just grew and evolved into individual creatives yeah. because we empowered them to do that. We didn't say, that's crap, yeah. that don't work with what we want to do. No, actually, that's you, that's what you want to do. And that's we will have a beautiful future with our children if we can just, just do that. Yeah, just accept who they are and that they want to draw a person that looks like a blob, and it's acceptable because that's what you see.
0: Of course, it's it, not what it's I a, see; it, it's what it's you see. It's about taking what comes, as we said before, and mm. it's about then having the vision to see where that fits in the world and educate them mm. about that and say, what well, you know, maybe this could work in you know anything from packaging yeah. to an animated yeah, video, whatever." Yeah, yeah. No one knows that. I didn't know what illustration was when no. I committed to an illustration degree. Mm. I just knew that it was a lot of drawing, so I followed it. Luckily for me, I was caught by good tutors who then. Shaped that yeah, and pushed yeah, me, yeah. not pushed, well, but pushed me in the right way. They motivated me, yeah, but motivation. they left the panorama open. But they they would see what I was doing and steer that accordingly. Yeah, yeah. So doing just so, what is the Saturday Club? Because this is all kind of new to me. I mean, you told me about it, and then Vicky Pierce, who's been on the show, um, yeah. told me about it too. So it, it sounds really exciting. What's what's the lockdown? Well, I it?
1: first got involved in it last year. Um, I was asked to come and do a three D print workshop, um, and basically Somerset House, um, they kind of support. Uh, students in coming in on a Saturday, and um, the idea. What well, this? This couple who founded it. They used to do Saturday school when they were younger, and it pushed them into the creative industry. It gave them an opportunity to kind of, you know, embrace their creative skills. Instead of creating this whole national thing now, it's art and design club. Um, it's nationwide. It's awesome, and schools just get involved every Saturday. Is it nationwide? Yep.
0: Brilliant, I didn't know it was nationwide.
1: And so, you know, students are coming in every Saturday and being creative. hundreds of schools, hundreds of schools involved in it. It's unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, it's really good, it's awesome. Um, And so it's the second year I got involved in it with Ravensbourne. Um, And, yeah, so we kind of, like, teach drawing skills, 3D structure, expose them to technology, obviously, because Ravensbourne, and what I do is quite tech... We didn't do no 3D printing... But, at the end of the day they they tapped into adobe they they done things that they've never been exposed to before, yeah, you know, um, and it taught them new skills, yeah, and maybe they wouldn't be they wouldn't be exposed to that in school, yeah, because schools don't have. In my view, they don't have the software, from my experience, or the technology to push young people in that direction. Saturday Club gives them that opportunity mm. to think about where they're going to go next.
0: Yeah, you know? so, the, so the schools are active, actively involved with, with making that available to the to the students.
1: Yeah, but that's the idea. They do try and promote it as Brilliant. much as they can. We do summer school.
0: So good, it's so yeah. important.
1: Summer school. Um, so at the moment, um, in conjunction with Ravensbourne, I'm doing um, what, what I call a red, it's a red dot award. It's a massive design competition, and I kind of wanted to bring that to sixteen plus to show them what you know the future was for them in undergrad and what they could achieve. And so we're doing a summer school for that, and um, the other one I uh, the DIY, do it yourself, um, for the under sixteen, and looking at current issues like cycling, you know, and I'm making them aware of maybe products they could design because you know, people got ideas; they're just not allowed to kind of you know mm. expose it. And so schools are encouraged to. You know, send their students onto these um, onto these workshops.
0: That's excellent because I I believe we need that. I believe we need that in the smallest towns, especially the kind of post-industrial towns where there's not a lot of job opportunities. No, exactly. um, Tendencies for people to be frustrated, as we said before. We need that. We need these. You know, these uh, places where they can go and out pour that stuff out and work with people who can show them how to channel that frustration.
1: I think the only problem you find with which I'm struggling with is funding. Yeah. You know, like, yes, yeah, so I can do stuff with Ravensbourne and I do uh, some other small things. I'm trying to obviously develop my own business and funding is a major issue because you have that stereotype that design doesn't actually work and so getting funding for the kind of workshops that I want to offer is, is a real struggle. So I'm just developing different strategies in order mm. to kind of get into the schools yeah. and, um, like I said, inclusion is one of, one of the things I'll be launching in September to so schools and that's just saying, like, you know, do you have young people that you think are dysfunctional that you call dysfunction or that you think are not fitting into your everyday classrooms. Um, and I'm going to give them an opportunity to kind of let them embrace the workshops that I wow. offer to help them kind of develop their skills and show that actually you can keep these young people in school if you just listen to what they need. Brilliant. And, um, well, I'd, so, I'd love
0: to be involved. So yeah. To, uh, come along and do some illustrations. No, please do. Cause yeah. this is my big drive now. This, what yeah. this has done for me, this whole, the division that I've seen from this referendum is just, I've, it just validates everything that I've believed for for way longer than this. This whole bullshit campaign yeah, has yeah. gone on, and I know, gone right. This is where my energy is. This is this has to be my. This has to be my kind of. It would be a bit strong to go like life's mission, but it's but it feels like that to oh, me. It, it feels, feels that if, if it, yeah. important, and it feels it feels like it's on a knife edge. You that's because you're
1: a creative? We those, have to push it that you know? way,
0: And it, yeah. that's that's the thing. I've been growing up. I mean, I saw lads at school who were as good as me at drawing, yeah. if not better. Most yeah. of them mm. Um really energetic lads and, and too many of them ended up going the wrong way and you know signing on and being really kind of disillusioned with society because they didn't have that one person who could just activate them like someone did with me well, I was blessed with that yeah. and I think that's I mean your inclusion yeah. thing sounds absolutely amazing so yeah. I definitely want to support that yeah, in, in, definitely. In, in any way well,
1: that and I can. Our, team, our team like the group of people that I'm working with now I've got you know I've got an art and designer um, Barbara, Rand she's awesome she's awesome at making pattern design she's really traditional um i've got She's going to be doing the fashion side of it i've got about four or five product designers now product i'm a bit biased because for me product is everything it's architecture it's fashion it's Mm. you know fashion accessories do you know what i mean so um the skill sets that i've got on board now which is like cad making skills you know researching skills and then like i was saying earlier like bringing in some people from law to teach the law side of it you know so we can get a nice rounded workshop and but again, funding is a major issue mm-hmm. and I think we need more support in funding these workshops. I mean, you can you can write a business plan all day long yeah. but the minute you submit that kind of um, request, arts, fine arts, you get yeah. a lot of money for yeah. um, but these kind of workshops, you know, I think, like you said, they're trying to sweep it under the carpet but I'm going to fight yeah. too for now so to, to get us, in the, the schools. The,
0: this is what I've been saying, that the responsibility to us uh, falls upon us now yeah. to, to not to be, to be clever. It's like we can't just kind of go... Oh, you know, it's the way we—it's the way we put it across. I said to someone a while back, I've been very critical of like Nicky Morgan in the past because of the whole Leave thing and taking out of education. Mm. But what I also said is. I've never met the woman, she's probably in no way malicious or evil, no. just not seeing the results or being a part of that world. So it's up to us to put to package it in a format yes. that, that that makes sense. We can yeah. show results, we can show statistics, That's we can the speak their thing. language and yeah, take yeah, what yeah. we already know and convey it to them in an effective way. It's not about getting on Facebook and having a run. No, no, it's no, not no. about getting all bitter and going down the pub well, and getting smashed. <laughs> it's, yeah. about, it's about... Um, how can we package this and get enough people together to prove the results and show it? And then I think people will listen. You just have to be clever about well, do you know what? So Whether I think they... workshops like yours are, yeah. a, are a, grip, a really good thing to do yeah. in yeah. that respect, you know?
1: Well, we're trying, we're trying and, you know, um, just trying to get all our technology and everything together because, you know, you have to give the whole package. But mm. again, you can go right back to basics with it. And it's just, sometimes you can just have five minutes with a young person, or a young adult, or an adult, yeah. anyone who's frustrated and can't see maybe a sense of direction within who they are. Because, mm. you know, I always say to my children, right, list of priorities, and they write, you know, work, money, and buying a house, and I'm like, where are you in those list of priorities? Yeah, Because, well, yeah, where are you? Because like, if you're not at the top of your priority list, like, I'm always on the top of mine, because if I'm a bad mum, or I'm a bad, you know, daughter, then people around me and not good at what i do do you know what i mean if i don't put 100 percent into stuff everything else behind me is neglected and just doesn't work mm. so you know this is what i say to young people when i say what's your priority you have got to be your priority not your mum, not your dad not anything else you know yeah. um and like i said even five minutes with a young person just can really um kind of enlighten them into thinking kind of owning their own decisions and that's I've, I've got grandchildren coming into the world soon I mean yeah. they're, they're not coming yet but yeah. I know the future yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I'm going to have grandkids Absolutely. for sure my children are going to be settling down and having their children and what I'm thinking about is what kind of future what kind of future um, are they going to have yeah. and it's my responsibility as a creative yes. and my children are creative to try and make that change and and
0: yeah. you know it is our responsibility I I uh, I went on... I, I very rarely put, like, you know, political statements and things on social media. I don't believe yeah. in action over words. But what I said on Sunday morning, there was... I just I went on there and I said, I've seen so much bile over the last week, regardless of where you voted or your political stance. Yeah, yeah, What yeah. I'd like to see is for every angry or morning Facebook status where you share an article... Action, it doesn't matter if it's two minutes of, of planting some seeds somewhere, whatever, yeah, I don't care whatever, what it is, I, yeah, yeah. think about your skill set, think about who you are as a human, what, what you're positioned to do, and do it. Yeah. Even if it's just five minutes a week, yeah, do something. Yeah, yeah. And, if, yeah, yeah. and if everyone took that attitude, we'd have a lot better, more inclusive yeah. society. You yeah.
1: know? And you know what I say to parents out there? From the time that your child is born and can physically do stuff for themselves, the first kind of activity that you draw out are the crayons, the mm-hmm. paints, the yeah. jigsaws, the creative sort of stuff. Yeah. And so if you even if your child goes into an academic career, the child's development is crucial for that kind of activity and if you embrace that for the rest of their lives, whether they get into creative industry or not, you've got a better person as mm-hmm. a young person, as yeah. a child, you know, as a future, whatever they're getting into. You know what I mean? That's that's just that's yeah. my take on it. Why would you when they when young people get to a certain age take the crayons away, take the paints away? It's
0: ridiculous, it, isn't it? it just doesn't well, just make uh, any Look sense. look around the world, is Richard Branson not creative? Yeah. Absurd to That's think That's why that. he's an entrepreneur. Absolutely, <laughs> I read his Made autobiography. Yeah, I read his autobiography, and the, that whole story about you know, uh, I forget when when he was, but he was saying the only the only place you can go and buy music were like back then were W. H. Smiths and Menzies. Yeah, and he said no one in the store knew about the music, so you couldn't discuss or, or embrace that that on that that, a that, that fandom of, it. of music. Yeah, mm. so he saw the opportunity, so he managed to talk to a guy who owned a shoe shop to open up the upstairs, um, the upstairs room that he wasn't using yeah. and give him it on the basis that when he did make some money he would pay him so he yeah. let him use this he got some bean bags he got some headphones he got two, two members of staff who loved and cared about music they served bad coffee and let people come down and hang out there and that listen to the nice. music and then go and wait genius, absolutely, he saw the opening he saw what people wanted and he plugged yeah. in if he yeah, wasn't creative, yeah, yeah, yeah. would he have done that? absolutely no. not, and that, and, that and... just proves the whole argument why creativity is not about art and art it's, it's about yeah. life skills So, yeah.
1: and yeah. you know, and the one more thing um, you know, talking about what he did, he probably had a lot of people that turned his, their nose up to him and probably thought you had a shit idea. Oh, massively but was on now the thing so many times well, because you know
0: people what? wouldn't put but That is
1: really important. That's a learning curve as well. Like you have to hit rock bottom to climb you back do up. Really do. Some people don't know how to climb back up. And that's why we need to make sure we support young people. But you know, I'll say to people, if you love something, do it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what anybody says, as long as you feel deep down inside that you have a goal, because you know visions are not something people can see until you achieve them. And you know, when you realise those dreams, people go, Oh, okay yeah and so you've got to keep pushing and just keep yeah. living i know connecting. i know for a fact my family thought i was nuts for going back to uni i had a good job in probation it was yeah. a struggle they didn't see my struggles because i never talked about it but um i know for i mean i hardly talk about what i do my family haven't really got a clue about what i achieve
0: mm-hmm. within
1: the, every young person i have contact with i know that that five minutes or an hour or 13 weeks i have with them is impactful and everything i feed them is positive about themselves not and a lot of people say yeah but you know you just want to be creative so you're you know you're feeding that onto them and that's a, yeah. uh, you're projecting what your needs onto them but no what i'm doing you know, is i'm actually listening and saying yeah who are you what yeah. do you
0: want I to would, do a, knowing you as yeah. a friend i would guess that you listen to each person treat them as an individual Absolutely, with respect yeah. and then yeah. tailor what you can give to them according yeah. to that yeah, that's that what absolute, we have to do yeah that's you know?
1: exactly what i do and that's what my workshop's all about yeah. and that's you know, and I can't wait to see what that goes. No, I'm looking uh, forward to seeing you do something Teach in, me some of your skills. Come in and do a talk. I don't want anybody <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to because I really believe in the. No, we call. want to see you, mate. We want to yeah. see you do one of your little magic paintings. No, I'm coming and do a talk yeah, about whatever it is. We'll yeah, work something yeah, yeah, out because yeah, I'm so passionate about this, definitely. and I think
0: I think we all need to do this. We need to go. Right, what communities need this, and how can we, how can we plug into that? Yeah, and, well, you know and, what, like, and, like before we
1: finish, you know, um, you know, like uh, my my idea is not just for young people; it's to empower teachers as well and imp- empower parents. Yeah. Parents want to come along and have a workshop people being who are creative, in and, and on being
0: creative. Town centres and have got something to give, but don't know how to do yeah. that or where to begin. It's all yeah. ages. This is the, yeah. and this is the trouble. This whole thing, this whole referendum. This is not all versus young. Yeah, you can show me a statistic about whatever, but I can give you an individual case for every old and young person. Yeah yeah reasons valid reasons that they believed in this is about the bigger picture and like we said the kickback the the lack of voice lack of belonging it, it comes to that yeah but um there's a story and i apologize to any listeners if i have told this story before because <laughs> it's one of my favorites and i probably have but when i was at school i was i used to bug drive through teachers really offensively all the time to because i loved the pop that i got from my i i love the fact that this was the one thing where i could make people laugh oh mm. shit telling jokes yeah. i could be a cocky little shit every now and again but it, but i didn't this was the one thing that i knew i was good at that made people laugh so i would draw teachers really offensively and it would always end up Tell getting it would say. always end up getting back into their hands <laughs> so there was this one teacher we used to call him weasel and he talked like uh, he talked like the, he did uh, all sorts with like the disability people with disabilities and things and he was he was we didn't know the guy, we just saw him pop out of now and again, he had this little thin moustache, so we started calling him weasel, just little shits, so we were awful. Oh, I was so sorry, I, I drew lied. it's really terrible drawing of him as a weasel and stuff, and thinking back it was actually hilarious, one friend took it off me and posted it through his classroom window, so it sat on the, the outer side of the blinds, and I, I shit myself, I thought I'd get <laughs> k- kicked out of school, and the way it was set up I thought i am in for punishment mm. for that, and most teachers probably would. Yeah. Anyway, two weeks goes by, he's... Quite clearly, left me hanging on purpose. Now, with the benefit of hindsight, obviously,
1: I knew. Yeah. yeah, left me
0: hanging. That was my punishment right there. Mm. Called me in sat me down, and he said, "Right." Uh, and he said right i said i like the drawing it's you know it's pinned to my fridge my wife loved it as well she found it (laughs) hilarious um you can clearly draw that's how i knew it was you i looked at your art class Uh, but we'll call it quits if you'll design me a poster for a talk on dyslexia that i've got coming up and i and i have so much respect for that man looking back because he very cleverly guided me what i was already doing again he didn't tell me i couldn't do it shouldn't do it Mm -hmm. he just nudged it ever so slightly one way and from that point on I had this underlying interest in what I could do with my drawing, and at university, I discovered graf- graphic activism through Banksy, and it was led to people like Ken Garland did a First Thing First manifesto that that basically urged designers to sign up to this bill to pledge their free time for a better society to so mm. call design education and all these other things. Mm. Look at that for planting a seed. He set me on yeah. this track, and now I'm trying to do this stuff. It's like it's yeah. never it's never going to end. But
1: uh, you know, you hit a real crucial point when you talked about an experience that was positive, and and what you done with that and so just think about young people in schools primary secondary and in college Mm -hmm. right who have had an experience that took them one way or the other like and I think for for the parents out there and for teachers and for the older generation hold on to what you went through is one of the things that really stimulates me is how I felt in school whether it's positive or negative, and how it drove me and how it made me feel, and not to forget, forget Adolescence is not the easiest of things to go through, no. and you're not always conscious of god, no. what you do because now you're like, oh my god, that was so mean what I used to do. Yeah. But at the time, you thought it was funny because you wanted to be belonging in a peer group. Yeah. Um, and that's just how young people are. You know, some are funny, some are really quiet, some are really loud. You know, and um. But as one thing, as adults, we just have to hold on to that. Every decision, every experience that a young person has will take them left or right. There's a pathway it will take them to positive or negative. And what we want to do is we want to give them a little bit of positive input that's going to make them make the right decisions. You know, they might go wrong, but that's their wrong. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're failed as an adult.
0: Well, it goes you back know. to what you said earlier when you said about being disruptive. I, mm. I, I now use that as a positive term. It's yeah. like you know, yeah. uh, once upon a time I wouldn't have done, but now I see that as I see that as raw energy that yeah. needs to be harnessed. That mm. someone's got something to say if they're being disruptive. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. sit down, like you're saying, listen to them. They're not In, actually being disruptive. No. They just want to be well, yeah. heard. Listen to yeah, them. Yeah, Include yeah, yeah. them. Why are you doing that? You know, again, it's and, not, and
1: not stereotyping <laughs> young people because absolutely. they can because they cannot function. That doesn't mean that they're just. Just being little, whatevers. Yeah. It just means that they just like you know they just might need that little bit more support. You do have things like Hmm. ADHD. I mean, I'm not one for labelling young people, right? I just think that that's you as an individual, and you just might be struggling in that area more. I wouldn't say you're ADHD or you have mental health. Or I'm just going to say, look, you're a young person. What can we draw out and what direction can we push in? I mean, I work with kids that are not just creative. I don't doesn't mean I ignore them. Of course. I might say, all right. Well, what do you do? Like. Um, like there's a school I work in on Tuesdays and um, they're product design and there are some young people in there and, you know, so we're going around and I'm talking to them about their ideas and they're just not functioning. And now I know there's, there's a reason why this young person's not functioning. So I have to get to the bottom of that mm-hmm. in a roundabout way. But directness is also really important. So I say, why are you not enjoying this? What do you really want to do? And then you find out actually they're academic. It's like, yeah. I want to do geography. So instead of saying, oh all right, that's a dead end for you. We try and channel what he is good at into what he's already doing. So, he was we're now encouraging him to make a board game, yeah, out of geography.
0: There you go, that's exactly it, isn't it? Yeah, why can you not, you know, draw, the dots. draw maps? Uh, what there's so many, make the most
1: of what's presented to you. Yeah. So you throw the subject the geography
0: at me, my brain immediately goes into a hundred ideas of what I could do visually yeah, exactly. with that. Exactly, yeah. that's, yeah, why, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why it shouldn't. It, that's why
1: so creative teaching as well is really really important whether yeah. you're teaching geography, maths whatever it yeah. is is to try Conceptual and draw skills, out the best uh, yeah. yeah
0: you know the interpretation yeah, yeah. I'm not
1: dissing the, teachers it's a hard job you know like, oh, it's, this is, teacher no, this training is not, I mean
0: this is not the teacher, teacher's fault this, this is no, but no, like, but I mean, like all the problems we've talked about with the referen- referendum this is a top down thing that needs to we have to work to try to To change, but because it is, it's, it's in you know everything's so ingrained that it's so hard to move away from that without Mm. without revolution. So it's like Mm. we've got the battle on our hands, but I think we have to come together as great people to implement that and show the benefits, and then people might start to listen. You know, so there. we've got a mission. This is a great opportunity. I
1: feel like I'm being her for the once. You Well just look at what we're doing right now
0: here. We're just spitballing we're just you know yeah, where we're yeah, throwing yeah, ideas yeah, around yeah, yeah. and even just on this show there are things popping out of it for listeners to hear They're happening live you know it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. live brainstorming you know it's just maybe we should start doing that recording brainstorming yeah. sessions to look at what happens when you put people together yeah, from different backgrounds idea. in a room you know yeah oh wow
1: you know that'd be really uh, good yeah you know
0: get 10 10 so-called disruptive kids from from working class backgrounds let's throw them in a room with a lot of people working in technology and we'll see what comes of it no oh, for you sure know, for uh, sure Oh, I could go on all day I but, know, you know yeah is, uh, but I think, you it's know, been
1: awesome as always you yeah. know talking with you yes um, exactly
0: but you're not getting away from the shark in the tank section at the end so uh, <laughs> go on then <laughs> it's just a, it's a love and a hate and it's within, on, it's a love and a hate and that's can be as lateral as you want and it's within the arts it's just, with, well within the arts within a reason so just give me something that I don't know, you know, and a negative and a positive, I suppose. And again, that can be as playful as you. What's the but...
1: industry that we're in?
0: Not, well, not I mean, generally? I mean, loosely creative, whatever, whatever, really. It's an open-ended question, and it's always really interesting answers from the guests that I've. Mm. I've had people name cities, some people name lightning films, some people name like themes, emotions. It's just it's wide open. It's um, yeah. well,
1: you know, I always have a motto. Yeah, which is do what you love, mm. not what you're expected to do. Yeah, and I think that will take you a long way. And that's a positive and negative in one.
0: Wow, there we go. nailed it, bang. <laughs> Over.
1: So I'm oh. thinking of Shark Tank.
0: Brilliant <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks ever so much, Shaz, and I'm really excited about um oh by before we go, i actually where can people find out about the workshops and all, um, and all the information?
1: I've just relaunched my new workshop um new website, it's adatif.com right? that's um,
0: A-double-D-A-T-I-F. Yeah. yeah, and
1: the word additive comes from, um, because I'm really passionate about 3D print, so additive is what 3D printing is. Yeah. You have subtractive print and additive, and um, so I thought that would be an ideal...
0: It's cool. I and love adding
1: and growing and people growing. Yeah. And, and that's what so additive.com. Additive. Additive.com. And com. that's going to have all the yeah. information
0: for the workshop. Yeah, it has. And yeah.
1: also the opportunity to kind of, you know, like I, I cater for any kind of workshop. So if someone has an idea about a workshop, if it's one person, like I've done a workshop for you, if it's four people, if it's 20 people, I do team building as for well there. for adults. Um, It don't just... You know, my workshops are not just for young people, they're for creative adults as well. If you've got a few people that might want to experience a bit of scanning, a bit of team building, there isn't no rules in my workshops. Anything goes, and I filter and cater for all. Excellent.
0: Absolutely nailed it. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you. (laughs) That was intense, right? Absolutely. You know, it's one of those where we were sat and we were practically face to face, sat. You know, the cups of tea were were drained, and we were on that conversation. We were in there. We were believing everything we said, and I'm not. You know, I'm not being Mister Ethics in any way. Um, this is just something that I've decided to dedicate myself to, to strengthening the creative industries for, for on all levels. I want to work in, you know, with the young people. I want to show the value of this and why it's wrong that it's being taken out of the e back in the education system. Um, as we said, we can't have a culture where kids are taught to be really creative and forward thinking in primary schools, only to have it coached out in the curriculum. Um, if you want to hear more about that, actually, go back and check out episode five with John Newbigin, um, who is the chair of Creative England. John articulates all this stuff in a kind of business, tech, the need for creativity in, uh, in all those, you know, in the education to get to all those areas, whether it's science, whatever it is, we need thinkers lateral thinkers uh pioneers and you don't get that without creativity so i hope you enjoyed the discussion i think there are a lot of points to take away from that and i think there are hundreds of ways that you can plug in as a creative to to remedy this stuff and to go and work with appropriate people things like the saturday club that shaz is working on Ravensbourne, you know doing these workshops i think it's inspiring and i think we have to we have to focus on the positives in the times like this when there's a lot of strife and a lot of pain and A lot of negativity I don't think it's You know Overly necessary I think we need to Turn our efforts To stop um, Ranting And And Being all kind of down on this and we have to just simply act and think okay let's do something about it this is the time to do because so little of it has been done and that's part of the reason why we're in this mess so i hope you agree and i really want to hear your points so hit us up on the twitter at arrest all mimics uh, on on twitter obviously uh facebook.com forward slash arrest all mimics arrest all mimics at gmail.com hit me up at Ben Talon. um you know I'm, i'm just there i'm easy to find Get me your thoughts. Link me up. Show me what's going on. so If you've seen things, pool it. Put it all together. You know, spread the word. I want people coming together now. I really am considering some kind of manifesto to sort of take this forward, and people to pledge their talents in the same way that Ken Garland did with the uh, First Things First manifesto in the 19, you know 1964. Go and read upon that. Sadly, it's just as apt now in 2016, if not more so than it was in 1964, and that's saying something. So really want to hear your thoughts. I'm interested to people hear people's thoughts on this. If you disagree, hit me up. I, I love a good debate. I want to just know what you think about this stuff. Whew. <laughs> Honestly, I, I get on one sometimes, but I think you have to be passionate in this industry, and I'm really passionate about this subject. So I hope you enjoyed it, and coming up soon, we've got some awesome guests for you. We're going to have a graduate special. We've got Peter O'Toole, illustrator for Adidas. We've got Adrian Shaughnessy, um, Royal College of Art, head of graphics really going somewhere and I really need your support for this and I've had that in abundance so thanks so much guys. It really means a lot that you all tune in and listen. Keep it coming. Spread the word. Check out the sponsors. Thanks to those guys again. Illustration Limited over at illustrationweb.com, dot com. Heart Internet over at heartinternet dot co uk and of course the wonderful printed dot com at you guessed it printed dot com. <laughs> Cheers for checking in as ever, guys. Uh, Shed, you know, spread the word. Subscribe on iTunes. Drop us a review in if you'd be kind enough. It all really helps to build the gravitas of this show. Thank you ever so much, and see you soon.